Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome inside Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This is the Bob Pompiani Show with Joel Nelson operating all the controls, and you can call 412-928-9370 and make your opinions known. That is also the number of the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line, which is 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. Our Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Our show is brought to you by the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day at PNC. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman, as well as Ireland Contracting, home of the nightly sports call. And we have a lot to get into today. Uh, this will be mostly Steeler-heavy stuff after their 3-0 and preseason. I'm anxious to hear what people have to say about their viewpoints of it. Keep in mind, last year the Steelers also went 3-0 in the preseason. And there was optimism, but certainly not like this year. For reasons that are obvious. Number one, you have a quarterback who you knew from the end of last year was going to be your number one quarterback. There's going to be no competition. There's going to be no doubt about who is going to be the man. And that's number eight, Kenny Pickett. So he spent the offseason getting himself ready for this run. And man, you can't do any better than what they've done with five first-team series. Five possessions, five touchdowns. He had a 158.3 passer rating, yada, yada, yada. Thing is, they did it against mostly backup guys. The only exception was Buffalo, and I'm not very high on what Buffalo has to offer, at least you know, from the trenches. Some of the things they have question marks there, I, I'm, I would be concerned if I were a Buffalo Bills fan. That's just me. But the point being that they did it against people who most likely wouldn't be in there. I thought for for uh, you know a few days before we got down to Atlanta that the Falcons would play guys. I think Mike Tomlin would have played his guys a little longer had they done that, but they played no starters. So the Steelers and all of these games got out to incredibly fast starts as they win 27-17, but it was 27-7 early on. It was 27 nothing before Buffalo got points in a 27-15 win, and then 24 nothing. Atlanta never even came close, although they did at the end when a Robinson-Robinson connection forced a fumble, recovered the fumble, and the Steelers preserved a shutout, which they hadn't done in the preseason for like nine or ten years. So there is a lot to like about what you see. But the question is in this very competitive AFC, especially their own division, what does that mean? Have you adjusted your win totals? You may have thought, as I did, you know, 10-7 and seven was realistic before we saw any preseason games. Would I alter that? Maybe up one, maybe yes to 11-6, and six, but I also know – that preseason doesn't necessarily guarantee anything in the regular season. You might remember when the Detroit Lions went 4-0, and only to be followed by an 0-16 regular season. 4-0 and in preseason, and then failed to win a game at all during the regular season. So, 
Whatever conclusion you want to make, you can make it and call right now at 412-928-9370. 37 roster moves have to be made, and we are going to um, you know, go through it one by one, position by position, and I'll give you my thoughts. You tell me yours. There was also a trade that we saw, which goes to show you a lot, Joel Nelson, about how the NFL works. Trey Lance was a third overall pick. San Francisco loved him when he was available, but he only had one full season in college. They were looking at pure uh, you know, athleticism or what they thought would project in the NFL. Boy, he got hurt. He didn't really play. They gave up. First of all, they flip-flopped number once, moved from 12 to 3. Then they had to give up two more number ones and a number two to get Trey Lance. It looks like one of the worst trades in the history of football. But now they've severed ties. They brought in Sam Darnold. He's the backup. We're going to see those two quarterbacks, Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold in the opener against the Steelers. The question is, will we have Nick Bosa if you're a San Francisco fan? So far, no movement there on that contract. Hold out. Trey Lance traded to Dallas for a fourth-round pick. That's it. So San Francisco gave up essentially three number ones, a number two to get Trey Lance, and all they get back in return for dumping him is a fourth-round pick. Not very good. But I give the Cowboys credit here because they have made some pretty big acquisitions by giving up virtually nothing. You might remember they got Brandon Cooks. I think they gave up a fifth or sixth round pick. They picked up Stephon Gilmore for a fifth round pick. Now, whether or not anyone pans out, you know, they have Dak Prescott. What's what's going to happen with Trey Lance? I don't know. But for a fourth round pick, it's probably worth it. There were other teams that made offers. But San Francisco will come to town with a very elite offense. Brock Purdy is the guy, a seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant. And he goes in there with an opportunity and a very sophisticated and, I think, doable offensive game plan uh, and philosophy that it makes guys do well. Now, the question is here, Matt Canada. I think Matt Canada had a very good preseason, and I think people need to give him some credit here. Again, it is a preseason. I get it. But he now has weapons in place so that he can maybe open up his playbook more so than we have seen. And he will be judged accordingly. You can argue that he's under even more pressure because he has now no excuses. But I thought he has a very, very good offensive approach. I, The thing about what I hope the Steelers don't do is if they have lack of success early on down the field. It's been pretty awesome so far to see George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and others get involved in the deep passing game. We saw it in Atlanta with a 33-yarder to Deontay Johnson and then – uh, after that, it was a 35-yarder to George Pickens. Just say those two get picked off for whatever reason in a regular season game. I hope they don't decide not to go back to it because you know they don't want the turnover. Sometimes you're going to have to play uh, aggressive offense, even if it means turning the ball over or not getting the kind of thing. But I'm I'm willing to say that if you throw the ball up to George Pickens, good things are going to happen. Not all the time, but 80% of the time. He has these hands that just you won't let anything go through them. He's very, very consistent that way. You add Calvin Austin into this offense, man, uh, gives you a lot of different things, not to mention Connor Hayward, who was taking – it was interesting to me. Now, I don't know if I'm just thinking this or, or, or maybe it will hold true. Connor Hayward was in deep running back position, a regular running back position in Atlanta. He carried the ball a few times like that. Does that mean that he could be there – third guy behind Harris and Warren, even though they have Anthony McFarlane, who had a very good preseason. McFarlane won't do as much as Hayward does. And if you want extra roster spots for certain other positions, that all comes into play. So we'll talk about it at 412-928-9370.
We'll go through the positions as we go through this program. In the meantime, we got a lot of people on the lines who want to talk about us, so let's get right rolling. To Roland to Roland in Castle Shannon. We're rolling right off the bat here. What's up, Roland? My man, Bob, the only thing better than the Steelers Thursday night was the way you and Charlie were dressed. Honest to God. <laughs> well, we have some pretty sweet polos they have over there, and, they, and we enjoy wearing seen, them. I haven't, Charlie, on Charlie, I haven't seen a fade that high and tight since Antonio caught the ball from Ben to win Super Bowl 43. <laughs> so what's up, Roland? Anyway, enough with the corn. I'm going to cut right to the chase. I'm not at 14 like Anthony from Oakland. I'm not at 13 like Tony. I'm at 12. I had the Steelers winning a playoff game for the first time in a long time. I have them putting it to the 49ers. And the question I have for you, Bob, because my wife always asks me, what, what's wrong with you? What did your dad do to you when you were little? It's your old nature versus nurture with the Steeler offense. Now that we see Kenny with these weapons and with an offensive line, everybody, including me, has been screaming for Tana's neck. There are folks that say Canada's a genius. He's the next Bill Walsh with Joe Montana. He's the next Andy Reid with Patrick Mahomes. They're calling him a genius because what this allows Kenny to do is up to the last split second, the defense has to adjust when they shift guys and do the jet motion and the zipper motion. All this motion helps Kenny get his reads and, and pick out matchups. So the question I have for you, Bob, with your expertise after watching this team, if the Steelers score 25 points a game, win their first playoff game, and you have to look back on this season as a fundamental change, will Matt Canada get any credit at all? What percent of the yeah, Steelers success by winning a playoff he game? He certainly will game. from me. Thanks, you know, thank you, Roland. He will from me, and I'm already giving him success for what this preseason is. Again, he has more weapons than he's had. I think last year with the instability at the beginning with quarterback, not knowing, plus you know the mandate. Uh, to, to you know, be cautious with the football. I think it, when you're cautious, those of you who play golf know what I'm talking about, or any sport, quite frankly. If you're afraid to hit a shot because you don't want to have the possibility that it might go OB or you might miss the fairway, then you're not going to hit it. you got to trust it. you got to believe it. And I think right now, Matt Canada and his offense, it's believable. And I think he has very many options that he's going to utilize. And I think Kenny Pickett is smart enough. Pickett and Canada have worked well together here. They seem to respect and like one another, and I think because he works so hard. You know, people talk about Kenny Pickett. What's the difference? It has nothing to do. Yeah, he put on muscle. He put on some pounds. Yeah, he looks better in terms of physical. But the thing about him that, and you saw this if you followed Pitt football, and I wasn't sure if it was going to translate into the pros. Year four to year five, after he decided to come back, best, best decision he ever made, and I think Peyton Manning had something to do with that after he went to a camp of his, to tell him, come back, well, you're going to be a fifth-round pick, give it one more year at Pitt, he did. The the difference each and every year you saw Pitt, I think is mostly because of his smarts, mostly because of his work he does in preparation of playing that position. Now, it certainly helps when you have an offensive line that should be a lot better. The best part of a passing success down the field starts with offensive line play, and they have a lot more depth than they did last year, not to mention a lot more experience. So all of that put together gives them uh, an offense that is so potentially diverse that you can really make it difficult on defensive coordinators. I thought coming into the season, based on how they ended last season, based on how they beefed up their offensive line, they were going to have an identity more of a run-first team. I don't think I can say that anymore. I think it is a 50-50 team, and depending on what defense you give them is what is going to be attacked. So... I think there's a possibility that you're going to see a, a you know a big increase in points per game, which should help this already very good defense become even better. 
412-928-9370. Let's go to Martin in Uniontown. What's up, Martin? How are you? Martin. Hello, Bob. How you doing, buddy? What's up, brother? Well, I think the Steelers are going to have a, a good season. And, Bob, I'm going to get right off the bat. I think the Steelers can win, uh, I'd say, I'd say 11 to 12 games. Well, I mean, if things go right, I think it's important, Martin, that they get off to a fast start. They have two games at home right off the bat. Then they have two winnable games on the road, I think. If they can go 3-1 and one at very worst, it sets them up for a pretty good season. But, but again, I it's hard for me to go beyond uh, you know, what I originally thought, which was 10-7. and seven. And I think that's a good record for a team that's as young as it is because you're going to find injuries. You're going to find teams that do different things to you and game plan differently. So... Uh, yeah, it looks good right now. But, again, I'm not going to get totally carried away with the preseason. It was as good a preseason as I've ever seen. I told Charlie that in the booth. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time. Never have I seen five possessions from the first team result in five touchdowns. Uh, and, Bob, I want to talk about the Penguins real fast. I think that the, the, the general manager in the front office, I think that was a good trade they made. I think I'm glad they made it because they had to do something to to kind of shake it up a little bit because – not so it'd be like Bland or anything like that, you see. This way he can help uh, Mal- Evgeny Malkin and Sidney Crosby out. But what they got to do, Bob, they got to watch how like, they use the players so they don't burn them up before the playoffs start. Because, as you know, it's hard to get to, get to that Stanley Cup final. And if, and if you get there and you don't win it, that makes it even well, uh, I, Mark, listen, if they if they get it, if they're on that run, if they win a playoff series and go beyond, after that it's anyone's game. But thank you for the call about that. I think the uh, the Penguins did a smart thing, you know. Yeah, uh you know, you have a team that could give up a lot of defensive opportunities cuz Carlson's strength is his offense. And I think uh they've decided to double down 3 years left basically to to keep this window open and and you can argue how open it is, but it's open. They have a chance. Everything has to work out that way, but I think Kyle Dubas did a very good job with, you know, bringing in guys to support what they already have. You know, they have, you know, Riley Smith is a proven winner, and they have other guys who are now part of the um, top four lines who have a lot of playoff experience. And then you add a Carlson to that mix. It is an old team, there's no question, but it is a team filled with experience. How much that helps them moving forward. We will find out as the training camp begins on September the 20th. Let's go to Steve and Ligonier real quick to round out this segment here. Steve, what's up? Hey, I wanted to tell you, I've been listening for a couple of days about the hype about the Steelers playing these guys in preseason and it ain't their best guys, but Pittsburgh's notorious for losing against teams that are inferior to them. Like the Patriots play the same teams, they kick their butts. So here we go with the Steelers. And they're playing an inferior team in front of them, but they're kicking their butts. That's what they're not used to doing. So I think it's going to be the real deal here. I mean, they went out and did exactly what they should have done to people that ain't up to par with them. They didn't struggle at all. All you can do is play against who you're playing against. And, yeah, the other teams didn't play there. I get it. You have to equate that into the situation. There's no question about it. But they struggled against teams that well, they, Steve, they have a schedule that they have teams that they're going to have to beat, and thank you for the call. Uh, they're going to have to beat Houston has a young rookie quarterback. On the road, you can argue the Raiders, although I like their roster. I don't know if they're 
you know, but there are going to be some hiccups along the way. It, it happens to every team. Uh, does it happen here a lot when you don't expect it? Sure, it does. And there are games they should have won in the past that would have maybe elevated them as a wild card team. But what I will tell you is that all you can do is play what you got. I'm going to, you know, believe what I see. And what I see is a very deep offense now at all positions. And I'm going to break that down as I come back. I want to hear from you at 412-928-9370. Your take about who may be cut. You know, they got to make 37 roster moves here. And it's a lot of guys, you know. Uh, they have 90 on the roster. They have to get to 53. That's a lot. We'll talk about who may go and who may stay. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, welcome back to the program. We're here till 1 o'clock at 412-928-9370. Join us for the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown tomorrow night on KDK-TV, 1135, right after the late news and thank you to PNC Bank, our sponsorship. We appreciate that. Number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. You know them. They got your back, not your wallet. In Ireland, contracting. Home of the nightly sports call. So we're going to go through these positions and find out who should stay, who won't stay. And then I'll get to your phone calls at 412-928-9370. It's a nice problem to have when you have to make choices. First of all, the quarterback room is set. I don't think there's any reason to think it won't be. Pickett, Trubisky, Rudolph. Tanner Morgan played a little, not impressive enough. Can he be a practice squad member? Sure, if they like him. Running back. Now, this will be interesting. Normally, they keep probably four, if you count a fullback. Najee Harris, Jalen Warren, one-two punch. McFarlane had a really good preseason. But how much will he actually be used in the running back department versus special teams. And what does he do on special teams? Enough to keep him on the roster. Connor Hayward took some deep handoffs from the actual full uh, running back position the other night. Does that mean they're thinking about, see what he could do there, and do you need McFarlane? It's a tough choice. For now, I'll say McFarlane is on this roster. Connor Hayward would serve as a fullback, but also a fourth tight end behind Fryermuth, Gentry, and Darnell Washington. So that would take care of those two, three positions. Wide receivers, I mean, it's pretty obvious you're going to go Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Calvin Austin, and Allen Robinson. Those are your top four. And then you keep five or six. First of all, it's easy you know, to say 
Des Fitzpatrick won't be on the roster. He shouldn't be, but he may be only because of the fact that he's a really good special teams guy and has a lot of experience after being a fourth-round pick of the Tennessee Titans, but most likely won't. Instead, it's going to be a choice or both between Gunnar Olszewski and Miles Boykin. Boykin's very good on special teams. If Austin can do what he's done on punt returns, that limits the need for Gunnar. Although, again, I think it's a tough decision to make. They're going to have to figure that out with respect to other positions. And as far as offensive line, well, it's pretty set up front. Dan Moore has, has hold on to that job. He is your left tackle. Isaac Samalo, maybe the best signing of everyone in this preseason. He's at left guard. Mason Cole, James Daniel, Chukso Korvor. It's easy front five. Behind that becomes an interesting play. Broderick Jones, obviously, on the roster behind Moore. He'll continue to work to get better. Uh, Nate Herbig is a swing guy. No question he'll be there. They like Spencer Anderson, their seventh-round pick out of Maryland. So that would have five, six, seven, eight. They normally keep nine. Do they keep Dotson? I think they're going to cut Kendrick Green. Unfortunately, uh, that just didn't work out. LaRaven Clark's not been good at all. Dylan Cook's average. Those guys will all be gone. Ryan McCollum, uh, gone. Dunkel, gone. Jared Williams, gone. So it's going to be a choice here. Kevin Dotson, they keep him because he is somebody who could play the guard position. And he, you know, maybe a luxury in that regard, but I think they like him enough. He didn't play last week in Atlanta. So Kendrick Green will be the guy out there. I'll go through the defense in a little bit, but what are your thoughts on that? And uh, would you keep six receivers or five? Would you keep three running backs or two? Right now, let's go to Mick, who joins us in Fair Camp. What's up, Mick? Hey, Bob. How are you doing this morning? Good. How are you? Good. Um, by the way, I would like to keep Gentry if we could. Well, they will. Um, I think they will. I think Frymuth, Gentry, and Washington, and Hayward will okay. be the four guys. I miss you. I'm sorry. I didn't hear you say that. Um, also, you know, they've been talking about the Steelers. Oh, play, playoff bound, playoff bound, playoff bound, because they got so much improvement, which is true. But in my little mind, I'm thinking everybody improved. You know, Baltimore improved. Cleveland improved. Uh, the only team, I, I think that the Miami San Diego in the AFC. Even if you go ten and seven, there's a good chance you're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's if they were in the NFC, I'd have a whole different feeling about where they are. Uh, but uh, you're right, it's tough. But then again, is everyone like no one's given Cleveland enough credit? I think Cleveland's roster is a good. Now this is all predicated on Deshaun Watson being what he right. was in Houston. If he can recapture that, and I didn't see any evidence of that last year when he only played six games. However, he's had a whole year now. Uh, as much as I don't like that guy, uh, he's on their team and he can be very elite. If he is, they got some weapons on that team. Yeah, and Baltimore with Lamar Jackson and that Zach Flyers, that wide receiver, and and what's his name down there, that other receiver. I mean, they're going OBJ, to be and they got yeah, a good OBJ, tight end, I mean, Mark Andrews. They got some weapons, so I know the Steelers. I think will be better this year, and I think they'll win ten games. But that's no guarantee they'll be in the playoffs. I mean, other than maybe Buffalo, what team went backwards? I don't know. They well, all no, I think the Jets went forward for sure with yeah. all their additions. Absolutely. Um, and I think if you look out west, you'll see I think Denver's got to be better than they were. So I'm not sure, sure where this all takes you. But all right, let me ask you a different question. We... And I'll throw this out to other people. Kenny Pickett's development from year one to year two. Now, he didn't start. He came in at the end. They went seven and two at the end. He, uh, you know, he was really good at the end with protecting the football and limited touchdown uh, passes, five to one. However, he had four fourth quarter drives that won games. Two of them, you know about, that happened late against the Raiders and Ravens. 
But I'm just curious, how much of an improvement do you see from him? Oh, I, I see I see some physical improvement. I think he hits the books hard. He's a, a gym rat, supposedly. He's smart, and I agree. Uh, somebody said something about Peyton Manning. Maybe you did about uh, – Yeah, he kept him in one more year. A little bit. Made a big difference for him. It yeah, is. and I think he's a smart – I don't think he has the talents that all these other superstar quarterbacks have, but he has – as they say, the stuff that you can't write down, the uh, and, and and that I think means a lot at the quarterback position. Plus, he's a leader. Yeah. I think they've oh, there's no him question. already. They see that. Thank you, Mick. He has owned this offense. He's a guy who has really taken ownership of it. I think everyone there respects him for what he's done in his hard work. He is the opposite of Kyler Murray, who doesn't like to study apparently, and had to write it in his contract. Kenny Pickett wants it. He craves it. He does it more than most. This is interesting. Let's go to Joel, who joins us in San Francisco, and the 49ers are the first uh, opponent for the Steelers. Joel, what's going on? How are you, Bob? Good, Good. to speak with you. You too. Uh, yeah, out here in uh, the Bay Area, I grew up in Squirrel Hill in, in Pittsburgh and uh, actually went to Michigan State, and, and I heard the comments about Connor Hayward as a running back. I'd caution Steeler fans. Uh, at Michigan State, he was not much of a running back, and he entered the transfer portal and was set to leave, and Mel Tucker convinced him to come back as a tight end. And the key was to get him into open space, uh, and that really is what made the difference. He's a phenomenal athlete, uh, but as a running back, he really didn't hit the hole with confidence, didn't have the wiggle. So <laughs> I, I would definitely try to keep him in the, the passing game well the only thing i'll say about that is they held they, they used him there deep in the uh you know traditional tailback position the other night and i'm wondering why the only reason i could think of is they're not convinced that uh, they have enough room for anthony mcfarland because of other teams because of other guys who can do what he does so i don't know this is part of the jigsaw puzzle that is the final roster spot let me ask you something in san francisco number one um what was the overall reaction of them trading Trey Lance for a fourth-round pick? And number two, Bosa, is he going to end this holdout, or is this destined for uh, into the regular season? Yeah, the general consensus is people feel like the Niners bungled the Trey Lance pick but then struck gold with, with Brock Purdy. Uh, I've called into the show and talked to Ron and said that I really do think the Pickett and Purdy uh, comparisons are going to be something to watch this year. Um, having said all that, yeah, I think the Nick Bosa deal will get done uh, in the next 72 hours. So that means will he be, you know, I guess he's going to play because T.J. Watt didn't take a preseason snap when he had his hold in and he played and was good in the first. And that was the year he won Defensive Player of the Year. So um, I got to imagine he's going to be there. And and that will put a lot of pressure on Dan Moore and the left side of that offensive line to start. So, um, yep. Bosa is a great talent. Well, they got a good team. Their offense is – they got weapons at all aspects of their offense. That's going to be a really good first-week matchup. I think it's the marquee matchup of the first week. Indeed. All right, Joel, thank you. Appreciate the check-in from San Francisco. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. We'll expand this, talk about the defense and some of the roster positions. So I went through the offense. What is your take on who they may keep, who they may cut? Any surprises there? The only surprise for me right now would be Kendrick Green as an offensive lineman uh, not being retained, and how many wide receivers do they keep, and who will they be? It depends on versatility and special teams. That does factor into this. I know this, that uh, Miles Boykin has done some good things on special team. Danny Smith, I thought their special teams was really good, too. We don't talk too much about that, but we should. It was really outstanding during the um, preseason. Uh, the offense and defense took all the headlines, but the special teams did a very good job in changing field positions. 
We'll get into that and more. I also want to get your thoughts on Shohei Otani and the fact that he's looking at being shut down. And what does this do to his market value if he can't pitch again? I mean, he's already had one Tommy John, destined maybe to have a second. He still can play designated hitter. He can hit, and that's valuable, but it's not as valuable as having a two-headed monster there. And we'll get into the Tour Championship, some unbelievable rounds uh, down at East Lake in Georgia. All that and more as we continue here. 412-928-9370. This is the Bob Pompiani Show. And we have an update coming up from Joel Nelson and much more until 1 o'clock. Give us a shout. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Rolling along right here. Sports Radio 93.7, the fan, Bob Pompiani, flanked here by Joel Nelson. He has all the updates for you, and he'll be taking the calls at 412-928-9370. Got a lot of feedback on Twitter about the Steelers. Um, Tony, T-O-N-I, responds, I like what they're doing, but unfortunately we've had good preseasons in the past, did not do so good in the regular season itself, but I'm always optimistic. A lot of people are, more so than last year, and they both went 3-0. and No country for old me on Twitter says, this is entirely dependent on Matt Canada and whether he's going to make the offense less predictable, which I think he will. Rob Polinski says the Steelers have a second overall pick on their roster as QB number two. Yes, they do, just like Trey Lance now is behind Dak Prescott, and he's a third overall pick. Um, This one, uh, a name I don't want to necessarily repeat, says uh, the 49ers are almost in Super Bowl with a third quarterback. These athletic quarterbacks eventually have to be accurate passers. Hertz and Allen have developed. Not sure if Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray or Justin Fields ever will. Uh, And I think that's... An interesting point. You have to be in this game uh, good down the field. Lamar Jackson wanted that this year. They got a new offensive coordinator. We're going to see how active they are in terms of 
allowing him to do that down the field. Now, Zay Flowers has been really good. One of their draft picks, first-round pick, he's uh, lightening up down there. And they also have old reliable for them, which is Mark Andrews. But, you know, they're going to have to do uh, a lot more than that, and he's going to specifically have to do a lot more. But I believe if he thinks he's not going to utilize his legs as he once did, then they're not going to be as good as people think. Uh, he still utilizes his legs better than anyone, and that aspect of his game cannot go away. At least I don't think it should. Uh, we'll see what they draw up down there. And speaking of preseason success, the Ravens had won 24 straight until their loss to Washington last week. So does that translate into winning championships? No. But I think winning uh, is a little contagious, especially with young guys. They like feeling it, and I think that's something that you certainly could build upon with any team. We'll see if it translates here, especially right off the bat with – Two games at home against San Francisco and Cleveland. Now back to roster trimming. Defense is going to have a lot of tough decisions to make. And most of it is in the defensive line. So, Ogan Joby, I believe Benton, the rookie, the second-round pick out of Wisconsin, will be the starting nose tackle. That's just me. He may not be, but he's definitely on the team. So you have Ogan Joby, you have Benton, you have Cam Hayward. Those three, absolutely secure. Now, if they keep six guys, DeMarvin Leal, is in his second year. They like him. Isaiah Loudermilk has had a good preseason after being a fifth-round selection in 2021, but they brought in Braden Fajoko, a big guy, um, you know, who occupies people in the middle. So does Montrevious Adams. Armand Watts has had a good camp, but I don't think he makes the cut. Neither does Manny Jones, Jonathan Marshall, or James Niamuya. So I would think that they're going to keep – Will they keep seven? I mean, I don't know if they're going to do this. Hogan, Joby, Benton, Hayward, Leal, Fajoko, Loudermilk, although he could be on the bubble and want trade EVs, Adams. So now we move into the linebacker spot. Very clear that Watt and Highsmith have two very capable backups, more so than they've ever had before behind them, Marcus Golden and Nick Herbert. This is the best depth they've had since Watt and Dupree were together with Alex Highsmith as a rookie third-round pick behind them. So now Herbert comes in, and he was dynamic in the preseason, as we saw. And Marcus Golden, a veteran, 47 career sacks. So th- those four are set, and that's it. Nobody else. Perales probably goes to the you know, practice squad. Roche, who knows? And Duke Way, they like. Inside is going to be interesting. Because Elandon Roberts has really, really taken over that defense. He's the guy who's going to be in charge of communication, the green dot guy. And, boy, he was just doing everything they asked him to do at the inside linebacker spot. He's coming off a big year in Miami when he had 107 tackles, his career high. He's won two Super Bowl rings with New England. He's got everything you want there. And to get him for two years, $7 million, seems cheap to me. Cole Holcomb signed a three-year $18 million deal. Good run stopper. Um, you know, he's had some injuries. That's the only thing I would say about him. But he, those two are your inside starters. Mark Robinson will make the team, forced to fumble the other day. And Quan Alexander will make the team. Uh, because he's been dynamic, and he's had, again, a lot of history on his side. So if they go with four there, that would mean Tanner Muse is cut. That would mean Nick Kwiatkowski is cut, and that's probably going to happen. When you look at the cornerback position, now all of this is predicated on Joey Porter being a starter. If he is, Patrick Peterson would be on the other side, and you'd have Shandon Sullivan and Elijah Riley in the slot. Uh, behind Porter, you got Pierre, you got um, you know Levi Wallace. If Porter can't hack that to start the season anyway, Levi Wallace would be over there, or James Pierre, and then you'd have Peterson moving inside potentially with Wallace on the other side. There are a lot of mixing and matching that could go on there. 
But I think both Sullivan and Riley will make this team. As far as safety is concerned, pretty simple. Fitzpatrick, Minka is the guy. KZ and Neil both expected uh, to contribute. Uh, Trey Norwood had, you know, he missed a game. He came back and played late in the game against the Falcons, former seventh-round pick who they like. And Miles Killebrew offers the special teams captaincy, which he has. He's a very good special teamer, which means, unfortunately, Kenny Robinson gets cut. Trenton Thompson gets cut the way I see it. What do you think at 412-928-9370? But it's a nice problem to have. They have a lot of guys who've, who've stood up in the preseason and, and made a case for themselves. All right. Also, uh, this is a big night for Paul Skeens. It is going to be his debut in Altoona, 6 p.m. start for the curve. Two impressive one-inning one outings down there in Bradenton. So, you know, he's been taking a next step. I would expect if he starts tonight and, and looks good, makes another start, you may see him in AAA by the end of the year. And that would make me wonder if he's on this. The only thing this, this Pirates are not going to do is put him on the opening day roster. As much as I would like to see that, they, they talk about winning. It's important. They want to do it now, next year. Uh, to secure that, if he's good in the spring, then he should have a spot. But because they want to keep him off the roster until they guarantee another year, he can be a late arrival. But beyond that, and I think people expect him to be a main part of this, um, an ace, uh, the guy on top of the rotation, Mitch Keller, last two starts have been very good. Last night, more impressively, eight shutout innings against the Cubs. Uh, getting back to where he was at the beginning, I think that's important. If he had ended this season with the way he started the second half of the year with bad outing after bad outing, you'd have a lot of doubts. Now he's he's gone through a little adversity. He's responded. Keller, when he's on his game, has shown he can be one of the better starters in this game. Now they have to figure out why has there been a velocity drop-off with guys like Luis Ortiz and Ronzi Contreras and Quinn Priester. I expect those guys to be thrown harder than they when they came up here. Uh, they all still figure prominently. Priester's a young kid. I'm not willing to just say his, you know, what you saw is what you're going to get. He has to, and he had a nine strikeout game, I think it was two nights ago, down in AAA. So they still have potential of a very good staff there. <clears throat> Do they need to go out and get more? Yes. I also think they should s spend some money uh, on, on positions of need. First base will be it for them. Who, who are they going to play at first base? Is Henry Davis destined for first base? A lot of people think that would be good if he's not going to catch the right field experiment. Well, listen, he needs to understand that he's going to go. He went through a situation where it was, you know, not his forte playing right field. He's learned a lot, I'm sure. He can kind of uh, reset in the offseason, think about what, and so can they. I still don't understand why he can't catch a little. I, I've said it, I'm going to sound like a broken record. He should catch a little now. There's no reason not to catch now. Once, just to see, you know, they keep saying they're going to do it, and we'll do it. And then once and for all, you'll get an answer, whether or not. But you got to give him a chance, don't you? Um, so, you know, bottom line is they need as much hitting as they can get on a consistent basis. Henry Davis is a big part of that. The, the problem is where does he play? And there's been a setback with O'Neal Cruz. Um, I don't think I'd risk him coming back if, if, you know, he has a broken ankle. That affects everything that he does. It has to be 100%. I wouldn't compromise that. I'd let him go through the offseason, come back healthy for spring training, and go from there. But his ankle and his speed are a big part of his skill set. So they need O'Neill Cruz to be healthy much more than they need him to play at the end of this year in meaningless games. I'd rather take my shot that way. And, and I've changed my opinion on that only because he had a setback. If he didn't have a setback and if he was ready to go the way they originally said, then I would have I would have continued to, to go in his direction. But um, right now I'm going to – 
I'm going to err on the side of caution if I'm the Pittsburgh Pirates. Let's go to Andy in Burgettstown joining us here on line one. Hey, Andy, what's up? Hey, Bob, uh, you talking about the Henry Davis and being? I, I want to give a bright side to the Pirate fans about about him. If if you look back at me and you old enough to remember this, Dale Murphy came up as a catcher and he moved him to the outfield, and he played right field and center field. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hey, if he can do that and end up having that kind of career, hey, let him. Don't worry about him being a catcher. Let, you you got Indy Rodriguez at catcher, and if he can be a good outfielder like Dale Murphy was, and hey, we got a we got a pretty good player anyway. Yeah, I mean, well, he, I he, his bat is the most important thing that he has to bring to this team. Um, right. But I also know that playing in a position that's foreign to him has had its share of problems. He needs to get better at it, and he will. Some people say put him at first base. They don't have a first baseman, Andy. Who's your first baseman next year? Hmm. Well, if you ain't got nobody, put him there, I guess. But, I mean, shoot, even looking back, Babe Justice played first base one year when – when the didn't they moved him moved him to outfield the next year, honey? Yeah, well, I I was encouraged. Thanks for the call, Andy. I was encouraged that yeah. Henry Davis, because he has a really good arm, would be a very good catcher from throwing out. You know, they have a hard time throwing people out. I don't care who you are, you're not going to throw mo- most people out today on the base pads, especially with the new rules and how limited you are throwing to first base. So the runner has an advantage, but his he's got a lively arm, and yes, you could utilize that arm in right field, but. Again, I'm I'm looking for positions of need. If they have outfielders, and I think Joshua Palacios has shown that he can play outfield, he gives me hope that he can be at the very worst a, a big left-handed bench player and a utility outfielder, but he may even make a push to get more time out there. If I could utilize Davis somewhere else, that would help me out too. So, you know, bottom line is they still have a lot of mixing and matching to do, but the most important thing is that they find reliable, everyday Five-day, you know, rotation starters. They got to get – and they can't be bringing up guys left and right like they did the last several years to start games and just experiment. They got to have a solid starting rotation next year if they're going to be a competitive team. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. And now it's time to check out Fan Weather as we end this hour. Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Summer is here. Come check out Trailblazer, Equinox, and the all-new redesigned 2024 tracks online, sunchevy.com. Today, a little humid. It was yesterday for sure. Mix of clouds and sun high of 82. Tonight, mainly clear. Sunday, we got interview intervals of clouds and sunshine high of 81 degrees. That's your fan weather. We have hour number two. Get on the line. Air your opinions about the Steelers, their roster composition, who you like to keep, who you like to cut, where you think they are. Have you upped your win total at all from where it was maybe before preseason games were played? 412-928-9370. Hit me up on Twitter or X or whatever you call it, at KD Pomp. We'll continue with hour number two right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.